Hey, this is Kiran Nagar from the Sparkling Entrepreneur Show, and today we have Tanya Bowdeck with us all the way from San Andina Beach, Florida. Tanya is a member of Summer House Realty. She is a Nassau County top producer and a Chamber of Commerce member. She is a seven-year experienced realtor. So, with that said, let's welcome our today's guest, Tanya Bowdeck. Tanya, welcome to the show. Thank you. Tanya, let's begin with something interesting. You have lived all around the world, and you haven't travelled Asia yet. so why is that so and tell us about living all around the world and what is the journey why did you decide to go and travel the world i love travel i think it's the best education you can get and when i come to asia i want to stay a while yeah and you were telling about your grandma story before you began right uh, before you began the interview you told me about your grandma story and how she told you to travel the world So give us an insight about that. Why did she did she tell you that, and how did you took it? My grandfather owned a company, an international company, and my grandmother traveled frequently with him. And she just loved it and said, "Go and see the world. You will learn so much by traveling." And uh, Japan was her favorite country. Interestingly enough, so Japan is still my favorite country. Right to travel again to live, I'll always select India and United States. Right, okay. but to wherein when it comes to travel, because Jap Japanese have their own culture, right? Like the the Ikigai book is written by them, and then there are people living in Japan who are hundred plus years old, right? So they know something which which probably we don't know, right? So it's better yeah. to know about their culture, and if there is something of benefit, just adopt. So travel the world because you'll learn more, and that is said by Tanya. Tanya, next question, right? Uh, let's say somebody wants to get into entrepreneurship. Okay, what would be the advice you would want to give? A great resource in all cities in the states is the Chamber of Commerce. They are a great place to start, um, and also find a mentor. find someone who's already doing what you want to do and get them to mentor you if they say no find someone else and and don't stop until you get a good mentor so men getting a mentor is something everybody should look for and then you mentioned chamber of commerce right which is another suggestion uh, which you recommend because you 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 have been a member there right and you you have been getting business from there right so be a member of uh, the particular thing and if you can tell us about the entrepreneurial bug that you got your grandfather was an international businessman right and uh, was your father a businessman was your mother a business person like who who were they and uh, do you consider yourself from being a family business uh, person my mother was worked in sales my dad he worked for siemens corporation and traveled on occasion uh to germany specifically but my mom always worked in sales when i was growing up um she sold a lot of things and and worked with other people um all around you know the state and and different different places so um yes she, uh, she was a real inspiration to me my mom uh they were not both entrepreneurs right they they were working with with a company so they were not entrepreneurs so you again after your grandfather you are again a new entrepreneur born right maybe it was in your genes right but uh, but you were not raised by uh, 
by like uh, by saying that you should start a business right not necessarily you can do a job no start a business yes that is correct i my grandfather did end up op opening his own company um, and he was an entrepreneur himself but um I studied business in college, international business. So I did have that base and I too worked in finance and other areas of business. But as a real estate agent right now, this is my first experience being you know, autonomous and, and an entrepreneur, correct? Yeah, yeah. So how is business owning and do you think you will ever go back to a job after owning a business? There are a lot of advantages of working for a company um, and not working as an entrepreneur, that's for sure. And I could go on about that. But as of right now, I'm very happy um, with where I'm at with my, my personal sales and my business as a real estate agent. And I continue, um, I have no plans right now to seek employment with a company. Uh, I was a teacher for many years, and I know I always have that to, to you know, fall back on because teachers are always going to be in demand. Um, but right now I'm enjoying um, running my own business and have, making my own schedule and the infinite amount of possibilities and opportunities that are presented with, with running my business. Of course. So why don't you tell us about the way that you managed to grow your business, right? Uh, so is, is there any blueprint that we could follow? Because you come from a job background, right? Uh, like you, you started with your career with job and now you have owned business for almost seven years, right? So mm -hmm. how did the transition happen, right? And what would be the advice for a person who want to uh, transition their career, right? From business to, from job to business. And how did you do it? And what is the right way of doing it as a real estate agent? That's a great question. Uh, I work with uh, currently, I serve as a mentor um, within my company um, for newer real estate agents. And I personally got into the business um, while I was still working a part-time job as a teacher. And my business started growing and I got to the point where I had to give up teaching or I had to give up real estating. Um, and I decided to resign from teaching altogether and go a hundred percent and dedicate myself to the business. Um, and I, again, I'm, I'm very happy with that decision. I would say my biggest tip I give new entrepreneurs, new real estate agent is that you um, are sometimes your worst enemy. So if you say, I can't do that, or that's a, that's a, a bad house, or that's not sellable, or that's this, and you, you have these negative thoughts, and you're just on the negative path, you're, you've already like lost, basically. So I try to stay positive, and find the positive in every situation and learn from it, learn from your mistakes. We all make mistakes and just move forward. So learn from mistakes and be open to opportunities because opportunities can happen anytime. So if you get, let's say, part-time work with someone, with a business owner, right? Start with it because you can. And with the time, if you're able to juggle with it with them and then your business income, uh, 
uh, become similar, right, or equivalent to your job income, then you can leave the job and focus full time on business because business is going to work. Uh, Tanya, tell us about the difficulties. Well, like as the market is going down, right? Some people say that. Uh, why don't you tell us about the way that you handle these difficulties that are outside, right? Outside difficulties and the mindset difficulties, wherein like, uh, like you might have like problems, right? The, the way that life uh, works, there there are daily tasks, there are daily problems, and then there are uh, business problems, right? When it comes to the market behavior. How do you how do you look at the problems and how do you solve those? I think when you are a business owner and it doesn't matter what type, you really have to focus on customer service. Um, for example, even if the real estate you know market shifts, at the end of the day, people are always going to buy and sell homes. It's an ancillary investment. We need roofs over our head. We need food on the table. The basics you know, of Maslow's hierarchy and needs, the bottom part of the pyramid. So if you want to last, if you want to, you know, make it in any business, you have to focus on customer service and going above and beyond. It doesn't matter what that might look like. It might matter that one person in that industry will say, oh, I'm not going to do that. If you're the person that says, I will do that, I will take that on. Um, and you can find a niche in the market. And then your question about how, you know, how do you deal with other obstacles mm. um, in, in business is, again, the mental aspect of it. You have to be mentally tough and, and, and wrap yourself into positive um, literature, books, podcasts, videos, whatever it is to just continue to reinforce that life is good and it's as good as you make it and stay positive um, and live by a few um, things that you can latch onto that help you get through the day, the week, the month, the year and, and this beautiful life that we're, we're blessed to you know, live every day. That's, that's my attitude. Yeah, and one more thing that you mentioned, life is good. So let me give you an example. What happens is uh, when there is a glass, right, half filled, the optimist will say that it is uh, half full. The pessimist will say that it is half empty. But uh, technically, technically, the air, the half part is air and half part is water. So technically, the, the glass is always full, right? So life is good. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah. So, Tanya, as you are a teacher, right, <laughs> and teaching is ingrained in you, how do you educate your buyers? Like, do you do videos online? Uh, how, do, how do you educate your clients these days? Do you do offline events? Are you looking for videos? What, what are your ways of educating your clients and helping them make an informed decision other than, like, serving them one by one, right, which is, which is selling and uh, closing a deal? But... Other than that, how do you look out for new customers? Do you use any online ways? And uh, how do you, what do you do when it comes to marketing? Um, I have a CRM and today at my office, I actually gave a presentation about this and about keeping in touch. And it's no secret that video is where it's at, you know, whether it's Facebook or TikTok or this or YouTube, 
Um, I told, you know, other agents today that even if you send out 60 seconds, a little video about what's happening in town, people want information, just like we're having this interview right now. Yeah. People are hungry for information. They, they want to know something. And, um, I use the example, I get an email sometimes that says market update in the title and email. And I was saying, that's kind of boring. Like, don't be boring put yourself out there, go outside of the box and maybe even be a little weird or do something different um, to get people's attention. And then once you have your audience, just to continue to provide them with good content. Of course, of course, videos is where the world is. Slowly it is going to move to metaverse, wherein you would be probably showing properties in metaverse. Right. But right now the world is on videos and I have some, some good, good news about it. Right. Probably useful to you, but right now let's keep it to the podcast. If you can tell us uh, you had $10,000 extra on your budget today. Okay. Tanya, where would you want to invest it? Right. And why would you particularly choose to invest in that particular direction? Right now, the most important area to invest in is going to be Are you there still? Yes, I am. Okay, you moving yet? <laughs> so tell me that. Yes, where are you investing ten thousand? I am. Um, would recommend uh, to look into uh, short-term rentals. Okay. Uh, Airbnb and VRBO are are really wonderful to put. Um, you know, if 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 specifically in real estate, I think real estate is a wonderful investment. I personally have been investing in it for. Uh, the last 20 years, I am a landlord. Um, some people, again, they don't like the risk involved with that. Well, you can hire a management company to do all the work for you and just try to focus on creating passive income. Why don't you tell, um, us, it, tell us about land, being a landlord, right? You said that you have 20 years of experience in being an investor, right? I am an early investor, right? Like I can purchase my first property, but I need guided advice, Okay for purchasing a property in United States. So guide me for being an investor because my, my goal is not to become a homeowner, right? My goal is to become an investor wherein I am having multiple properties paying me rent, right? So if that is my goal, how do I achieve that goal? How, how much percentage should I put down? What assets could I use, right? So so give us give us the complete guide of being an investor, Tanya. There's a couple of different ways I say to start small. If that means just purchasing your first home. When I work with first time home buyers, I always tell them they probably are only going to stay in the home for five years Mm. and that they should think to take that home and turn that into their first rental property as they grow out of it or move on to somewhere else. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's an easy way to start you know, live in the home for a year or two and then save up some money mm-hmm. to get a down payment for mm-hmm. your next purchase. Um, a lot of uh, younger people have um, hangups about where to get the money. Well, because mm-hmm. traditional mm-hmm. financing through a, a mortgage broker or a bank might not be your best mm-hmm. choice. Yes, and sir. don't get hung up on interest rates. Okay, That's why 
people who right now are saying interest rates, interest rates, interest rate, you know, we're just keep hearing that word right now as they're ticking up here in the States. But that is really not important. If you look at an amortization schedule, it's like every one of us, if we have a 3% interest rate or a 10% interest rate, a very small amount is going to the, yeah. to the principal and that you have to educate yourself on that, you know, or educate other people to, to know how to do it and how to leverage. Yeah. Um, if you have assets and you can leverage money and borrow money from another property you own to purchase another property, that's also a smart way to go. That's actually how I purchased my second property. Yeah. Um, and again, it, it wasn't a great time in real estate at that time because that was back in 2005, 2006. Yeah. 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 But I'm I'm happy to say I, I still own those properties. And, you know, now I, I am in a position where I'm making positive cash flow. It's all about that. So again, not the interest rate, but if you can borrow the money and your payment's $1,000 a month, but you can rent it for 1200 mm. there you go. Then num- make the numbers work. Yes, yes, of course. And the one thing that you mentioned about interest rate, right? In 80s, now 1980s, it was around like 19% or something, right? So the home interest rate at that time was 19%. Wow. Today, yeah. today it is very less. So people are not looking at the uh, longer term investment right? Because the property value is only going to go up. There is no way the land is going to cost less, right? So buying or investing is always a good idea. Tanya says that. Uh, With that said, Tanya, tell us about your favorite quotation. What is the quote that keeps Tanya going? You're going to like this. I have a feeling. It is a quote uh, by Gandhi. Uh, probably it is, <laughs> yeah. it, the quote is if you truly want to find yourself mm-hmm. lose yourself in the service of others if you truly want to find yourself lose your, yourself in the service of others i feel that i literally feel that <laughs> yeah so i i do like it and the feeling is next level of liking. So thank you so much. <laughs> and if you were to write a book about yourself, Tanya, okay, about the highs and the lows, about your investing journey and your real estate career, right? What would you want to name it? And what would be the reason of naming it like that? Be happy. That would be the (laughs) yeah. It just simple. I always tell friends, and you know, I talk to that if you go to the bookstore here um, in America or anywhere, you have a whole aisle or more of self help books. Yes, and they're all trying to teach people how to be happy. Yes, and I, I, for me, it's easy. Like I just. You know, even if I'm having a bad day, can find something that, you know, to be happy about or to be content about. Um, So that would be the name. (laughs) Be happy by Tanya. (laughs) I like it. (laughs) Yeah. Be happy by Tanya. Okay. With that said, uh, Tanya, why don't you tell us where can the listeners find you? Tell us about your Instagram, your YouTube, your Facebook, your website. So that people could find you after this podcast and teach out people. 
It's very easy. It's my first name, Tanya with an O, and it's Baudek, B-A-U-D-E-K.com. And on Facebook, Tanya Baudek, Instagram, Tanya Baudek, YouTube, which I have about 28 subscribers, which is or, uh, organic subscribers, which I'm pretty proud of that. So I'm not up to where I would like to be. Um, but again, um, I appreciate your time. This has been fun. And right. I am, I'm hope we can connect again soon. Thank you so much for sharing with that with, with us that so that we can reach out to you. Tanya, it was a pleasure meeting you today. And I'm really happy that uh, I know a little bit more about investing than I used to know. With that said, that was today's episode of the Sparkling Entrepreneur Show. Today we had Tanya Baudek with us. My name is Kiran Agrar. I am signing off. Tanya is going. Bye, guys.